and welcome to Game of Thrones episode 3. Uh, this is a recap series of the Game of Thrones season 7. Um, this week we're talking about um, the Queen's Justice, which is the third episode of yep. the season. Um, Queen's Justice being the episode name. Um, my name's Nick. And hi, I'm John. Okay, I'll just jump straight into it. Um straight into the episode and anything you wanted to say before I did or I don't think so uh, I've got a few predictions I'll come back to you later on we'll get some predictions yeah. at the end uh... Uh, and I've got some stuff to mention from last week's show but we'll, we'll naturally come on to that during the, uh, Is that during the okay? show Is yeah. that okay Okay, I'll get yeah. into it if that's okay yeah go for it right so we start off at the beginning of the episode um, Jon Snow and company yep. land on the beaches of Dragonstone and is greeted by Tyrion and um, Missandei. Missandei. Yep. Missandei. Yeah. Um, and we see like the Dothraki in the background pushing the the boat to the side. Yeah. Missandei uh, asks them to um, hand over the weapons. You can see Jon Snow's a bit perturbed by the fact that the Dothraki are there. He's like, you know, what's yeah, going yeah. on here, kind of thing. Um, but yeah, it's just a quick scene. I think like um, obviously Tyrion and Jon Snow, they they, they were, yeah, I wouldn't say friends, but they they they, they interacted in season yeah. one back when Jon first went to the wall, and it was almost a, a little bit of respect between them when when they said hello to one another. Wasn't yeah, it? definitely. You get the feeling they like each other as yeah, well. Yeah. So yeah, uh, I think I think what is it? Um, T- Tyrion says says um, hello, bastard, and he goes. <laughs> Hello, dwarf. <laughs> um, I thought that was quite good. Yeah. Um, and then we basically see them um, walking up the steps to Dragonstone um, before the dragon. Um, yeah, Jon Snow jumps out of his skin. <laughs> uh, pretty much jumps to the floor, doesn't he? <laughs> um, and Tyrion says, I'd, I'd say you get used to it, but you never really do. <laughs> um, and they're walking up the steps anyway, up to Dragonstone. Um, which basically um, um, brings us to the next scene, yeah. which is um, the Red Witch, which is um, Alaria, is it? Oh, the Red Witch, oh, Melisandre. So, yeah, I don't know why I said Mel- Alaria. That's someone else altogether. <laughs> um, so uh, Melisandre uh, and Varys. Uh, she, yeah. she stood there watching them walk up the steps because she was literally the one that told Daenerys to get Jon Snow to come see her. Yeah. And then um, Varys comes and and is basically like, "What? why aren't you down there? Kind of thing. Yeah, I think she says like, uh, I've done my job. I've brought together ice and fire. That's all I had to yeah, do yeah. or something like that. Uh, not yeah. to the box. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and they, they clearly don't like each other, these two. Yeah. Or, or at least Varys doesn't like her. And definitely Varys can, can understand that she's not being totally truthful. You know, like, there's, there's yeah. another reason why she's not down there, you know what I mean? Yeah, but. yeah. And, uh, and there's, uh, this whole interaction, um, Melisandre? Yeah. Melisandre um, basically says, like, I'm I'm going over to uh, Volantis. Yeah. And, and Varys is like, why? <laughs> kind of thing. And um, she's like, you know, I'm done here. I'm done with Westeros. And Varys says, you should probably never come back. But she replies with some comments of like, "I'm destined to die here." Is she that basically right? says, that, "Oh, I'll be coming back one more time." Yeah. Um. Um. I, I, this is where I'm supposed to die or something. Yeah, like Just, I'm destined to die in this strange land or something. As are you. As are yeah. you. Which very seemed somewhat taken aback by that comment. Mm. And knowing various, I think I mentioned before, he's not a big fan of the Red Witches anyway because he he had his tackle cut off and burnt. Yeah. On the authorization of a, a red witch or whatever yeah. it was yeah so um i think i think you've spoke about this to me earlier that um that might be a bit of a prediction potentially for future that varus is going to die i think he'll, yeah i definitely don't think he'll see the show out varus yeah i think he'll be gone by the end of the uh, series and, and do you think that's any kind of confirmation or i think so i think, think almost even though she got Stannis wrong, I think to the, pretty much whatever she predicts will happen. Okay. She cursed the three kings to die, Joffrey, Rob Stark, and uh, Balon Greyjoy. And it happened, you know. Yeah. So I feel like whatever 
she prophesizes will kind of happen. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, well, that that's pretty much the end of it. Um, like I say, Varys looks a bit like taken aback by that whole comment. Mm. Uh, it cuts from that scene, and this is probably a scene that a lot of people have been waiting for for a very long time. Yeah. Um, but I think a lot of people probably saw it going a bit of a different way. A different, yeah. <laughs> but it's basically where Jon Snow meets Daenerys mm. um, and gets marched into the Great Hall where Daenerys is sat on a big stone um, stone throne. Yeah. Or dragonglass throne, I don't know. Is it dragonglass? I don't know, to be honest. It's like a black kind of... It's a very weird throne. Diagonal cut kind of throne, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, but... But yeah, they, they have this big interaction don't they yeah uh, like it, it was like it bugs me to be honest because um sorry the 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 the, the, the woman daenerys is um yeah missandai is basically rolling off all these yeah uh, that's good she's like a breaker of chains mother of dragons and then he comes to her. <laughs> um, but, like, that bugs me. Like, oh, uh, really? Um, waiting for five minutes for her yeah. to finish all. Just, just call her Daenerys. Danny will be fine. You know what I mean? <laughs> Danny Short, T. <laughs> she, Danny T. She, <laughs> shorten as much as possible. But yeah, she's going on for about five, ten minutes um, with all her breaking yep. of chains. Um, Mother of Dragons. Dothraki. Um, the Unburnt. The un- all, yeah. this, all this stuff. And then... Uh, um, Sir Davos goes, This is Jon Snow. Um, that Jon Snow kind of gives him a bit of a look and he's like, He's king of the north. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> um, yeah, so that was quite funny, too. Yeah. I quite enjoyed that. Um, and yeah, Daenerys it seems to be, I don't know, somewhat power mad, maybe because she, yeah, I mean, she is going that way a bit. I mean, I think we're going to see a bit of. Not as much she'll be going like a mad queen, but Cersei's trying to portray that to her people yeah. that she is the she's the mad queen, and I think she'll be given a few reasons for people to think that in in future episodes. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah maybe. Which is ironic, really, because Cersei's literally the um, the mad queen. Like, yeah, so. she, she's portraying Danny da- Daenerys to be the, yeah. the mad queen. Yeah, but yeah, like they have this interaction. Daenerys essentially asks. Uh, well, doesn't ask. She basically tells Jon Snow to bend the knee, to which he replies, "I'm not here to bend the knee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to do that." <laughs> kind of thing. Um, but like the the main thing is there really to to explain to her is the fact that there's an, an army of White Walkers coming down from beyond the wall, it, yeah. and it's frustrating for a viewer because you. For seasons now, I've been watching it thinking, you all need to concentrate on the White Walkers. Yeah, yeah. That's going to be the real battle. But when you get a scene like this where you're watching Jon Snow explain it to someone for the first time, you do think, like, yeah, you sound mad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why would they ever believe you? You know what I mean? The... Like uh, an army of dead yeah. people <laughs> are yeah, coming to... Literally yeah. coming down to destroy you, you, you wouldn't believe it, would you? But... Um... I think like like I think we've seen indication that obviously Tyrion's believing it. Yeah, he, he seems to be on board, doesn't he? So even though like I think in the first season, I think it's actually mentioned in a later episode, in a later scene that um, not in the first season, he he he, he said oh it was basically a lot of um, a lot of bollocks. It, yeah, it's all it's all it's all it's all myth and legend. Yeah, kind of thing. that yeah. kind of thing. Um, but yeah, this little yeah, that's pretty much the whole scene really isn't it she asked him to bend the knee he doesn't tries to explain come on there's an arm there's an army yeah, of dead up here you need to help us with and uh yeah that, that that's pretty much yeah it ends with uh that i was saying you know we've got a, we've got a, a room laid out for you you know go up there and relax this this is because various comes in isn't it and oh yeah that's right various yeah. comes in and tells her um some bad news that that, that yaron's basically well, basically tells her of Euron's victory over the Greyjoys. Is uh, Euron's victory over the Greyjoys and the Dornish people as well. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. Yeah. Um, but but we don't find that until like a little. It's, it's almost a another scene, isn't it? Where like actually, what happens with that? Yeah. Um, where, where it goes to that scene where basically, um, um, Varys is telling her like, yeah. 
Um, there's, there's no ships left. There's no one left. Um, I think this scene, like, there's not much to this scene apart from that, is there? Yeah, it just ends with that point where Jon Snow's like, am I your prisoner? Just like, uh, oh, sorry, no, that, not that, yet or something like yeah, that. Yeah, that, that's before this bit though, isn't oh, it? Oh, sorry, yeah. Like, basically she says to, to Jon Snow, um, like, yeah, we've got a room, like, we'll yeah. get a bath made out for you. Jon Snow says, am I your prisoner? She goes, not yet. Mm. Then it cuts to Varys actually saying it to Daenerys. Yeah. Out loud for us to hear. And he's saying, like, um, yeah, there's no there's no, no one left. Um, they're all dead kind of thing. Um, not much to this scene at all apart from that. Um, but then Daenerys says, like, no one's left. And it essentially just cuts to Theon being rescued mm. at that point. Don't know if that means anything because I, what's he going to do? I'd like to see him try to explain it. Like, yeah, uh, you know, it was a big battle. I just got knocked off the ship. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he tried to explain it um, when when he got rescued, didn't he? Yeah. Um, and they, I don't think they were buying it, were well, they? Well, they pulled him on and he he looked blue. He 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 looked like he'd been sat in that water for days, mm. just waiting for rescue. <laughs> And uh, they, they said to him like like where were you like when Yara got bloody taken kind of thing, and uh, he says he says oh, I try I, I tried um, to save her but um, you know I couldn't do anything mm. and the guy just says like if you'd have uh, tried you wouldn't be here exactly I think like the the Iron Islanders have this theory of like you know you, you die in battle kind of thing yeah. like you, you know. You die or you don't come back, kind of thing. So the fact it's still alive, there, like, oh. I mean, it's it, it's just going to show he's as someone work said today. Um, he, he's he's kind of gone back to reek mode, hasn't he? Yeah, definitely. Well, for me, he's back to just Theon mode from the, the season one. Just a coward, you know. Like yeah, he's, he's always been he just always, a bit of a shit house, hasn't he? Like, yeah. So he's just back to the same old Theon again. Like. See, I'd, 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 I'd I'd like to see Theon. Do something because, like, we've been watching him for like six seasons now. Yeah. We're in the seventh season of watching him, and all we've seen is, like, you say, coward at the beginning. Then he got, then he got taken. He got tortured. He was reek. He was just a bloody, a mindless yeah. servant. And then finally, we see where he saves Sansa. And we're like, oh, wow, he's actually doing something mm. good here now. I hated him for, for, for the entire first bit. Felt sorry for him for a few seasons there. And now he's actually doing something. And now he's just back to being bloody old Theon again. Yeah, back to the old Theon. <laughs> so, like, because of all, all this, all of it, I'd like to see something from him once. Yeah. I like to say I'm good. I'm a bit sick of Theon. He could have died for me a long time ago. No, like, and it made no yeah. difference, kind of thing. Definitely. So same. Maybe they've got something big planned for him t- towards the end, but maybe. Mm. It, I feel like he's not got like it's more all about the Starks, really, isn't it? He's yeah. he's, he's definitely not. Maybe that's the whole point. He's Although, not a Stark. He did save Sansa, so like you know, in their books, he could be back in favor. But yeah, but like, um. We don't know where he's going to go now. Um, yeah, um, he he could he could turn up back um, back at Dragonstone. Uh, Dra- Dragonstone. I I I don't imagine him uh, turning back up to the Iron Islands because that's under Yoron's control. Yeah, so he probably it? wouldn't be welcome there, would he? But... So like, I imagine the only place that makes sense for him to show up to is Dragonstone at this mm. point. Um, and we know he was there. And yeah, Jon Snow. As far as Jon Snow knows, he... He betrayed Rob Stark, so, yeah. I mean, we, we know Jon Snow's been spending a lot of time with Sansa, so maybe Sansa has told him. What happened, but... Maybe, we don't know. So we'll, we'll yeah. have to wait and see for the next episode. Yep. Um, just babbled on a bit of, um, for, about the Fionn bit. No, that's okay. Um, but um, it basically comes on to the next scene, which was probably one of my favourite scenes. It's Yaron parading Yara... Ilaria and the Sand Snake. Yeah, this is great. <laughs> through King's Landing, yeah. and 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 he's been the big like cockshaw man that he is. Yeah, and he's and, and he's just like oh look at all these people cheering me. Yeah, um, I I I, I uh, recall him pulling Yara forwards. I can't remember exactly what he said to well, him. Well, speaking of being cockshaw, he pulls Yara forwards and goes, oh, this is making me hard. <laughs> 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 he's just loving it. Just <laughs> he's absolutely loving it. Isn't yeah. it? Um, 
and it's just like a quick shot, like a quick scene, but like everyone in King's Landing's like cheering him on, yeah. like as if he's just to save them all. Um, yeah, I mean, I've got to admit, I, I love, love Yogan. Just like a charismatic bad guy, you know, it's just so yeah, cool yeah. kind of thing. He is dead cool, yeah. and, and, and he's he's wearing that uh, coat that you mentioned. Got that jacket from episode one that I loved. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna get me one of those jackets. <laughs> yeah. Um, that scene it very quickly leads on to him bringing all three of them into the the, the hall, the the throne room. Yeah. Um, right, rides his horse into there, and he essentially just presents the gift that he promised to Cersei. A few episodes ago, yeah, um, which is um, Alaria Ilar- Ilar- Sand, is it? Alaria Sand and yeah. the Sand Snake, yeah, um, um, basically saying, yeah, so these are yours, and, 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 and you can do what you want with them because they killed your daughter, essentially, yeah. Um, this was this was funny because, like, she she basically says, oh, Cersei stands up, she's like, with with your on um, um, leading our fleet. Um, and um, and Jamie, Jamie leading, leading the army. our army, we're unstoppable and all this thing. But uh, meanwhile, like at the side, uh, Yaron's talking to Jamie, asking him for some advice. Like, yeah. so um, a bit of advice. Um, do, 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 um, what's Cersei like? She like it up the bum. Yeah, it's like a finger up the bum. <laughs> That's the one. <laughs> yeah. and Jamie's like just <laughs> fuming. Oh, Yaron is great, isn't he? <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't think there's much more in this scene. Um, apart from like you know, Alaria spits at uh, yeah, at the feet of Cersei and Cersei, stuff. But... Um, but like you basically get what you need from this scene. Yeah. Um, move on if that's okay. Mm. Um, we uh go to 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 um Cersei speaking to Alaria and the Sand Snake in the dungeons. In the dungeons, yeah. Now, and uh, getting her own back essentially. Yeah. Uh, they're both chained up in 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 one of the dungeons. Um, opposite each other. She's talking to Alaria more than anything about uh, Oberon. Mm. Oberyn, sorry, oh, not Oberon. Oberyn. Yeah. Um, and saying, oh, I remember the uh, the day that the mountain um, crushed Oberyn's skull. I can, yeah. I can still hear the sound now, and that scream that you let out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I just knew then, or something. It was true, or something like that. Yeah. I might be just making that last bit up. But. She mentioned something about like Oberyn, like what a guy, like he was so skillful, you know, athletic, agile, but he just got a bit too confident. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If, if only he hadn't shown off. Yeah, be alive kind of thing. <laughs> um, yeah, um, and they basically like they're talking about this for a while, and she, she turns around to her daughter and goes, "Very beautiful daughter, you've got here. <laughs> I've 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 um, thought many times about Howard Killer. Mm. I've thought about maybe." Getting the mountain to crush her skull like he did with Oberyn's. Yeah. But it's just too quick, that, isn't it? <laughs> um, and then I've, I don't think she says any other ones, uh, other ways of killing her, but she basically takes the gag out of her daughter's mouth and kisses her. And everyone at that point knew exactly what was happening. Yeah. Um, basically, do, giving her the exact same death the that Alaria gave um, uh, Marcella. Yeah. That's the one. Um, and, and yeah, so she kisses her, puts the gag back in and says, um, um, the maester's like a very clever man. He's figured out the poison you use to kill Marcella. Yeah. Um, and, and it's, what's it called? The long farewell, I believe. Uh, yeah. The long farewell. Um, and, and she, it gets quite sickening cause she says like, well, what are you going to do? you uh, you're gonna be here for the rest of your life now, and and if you refuse to eat, we'll force it down your throat, uh, and and basically saying like you're gonna be here forever now, um, and we're gonna keep you alive, so you are here forever. Yeah. Uh, and and basically she's saying like you're gonna watch your daughter die, you're gonna watch her um, face f- just drop, you're yeah, gonna cr- see crumble it. into bone and dust. I think she said. Uh, yeah, uh, like you're, you're gonna watch all of it. And yeah. she says like, make sure the guards change the torches every couple of hours so she doesn't miss a thing. <laughs> oh god. And uh, like you see, I think the the scene ends um, with them like with Alaria and the Sand Snake kind of like trying to get to each. I I took this as they were trying to like kiss or something to try and get the poison into her as well. But I don't know. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not that's sure. That's the way I took it. Yeah. Um, I was reading a theory 
about this today, this scene anyway, uh, which is saying how it was very reminiscent of... I haven't read the books. You might be able to help me with this. I think okay. it must be in the books because I don't recall it from any episode. Uh, but it's very, very remi- sorry, very reminiscent of uh, the way the Mad King killed um, two of the Starks, which was Brandon and Rickard. Yeah. Um, which was, which was um, Ned, Ned's dad and brother. I think I think I think Brandon got put in 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 a in a um, suit of armor apparently, um, and, he, he and basically. Like- put fire underneath it and got cooked in it kind of thing like boiled yeah Yeah. and um ricard got basically had a noose around his neck with a sword just out of reach so that he was he had to basically watch his brother die um without being able to do anything Mm. um but like if he tried to help he'd basically be hanging himself and like strangling himself um like I can see the similarities, where whereas like Cersei's um, make, basically making Alaria watch her daughter, and she's just yeah. out of reach and she can't do anything. And if you did try and get close to her, she probably would do herself some damage as well. Yeah. Um, it's not obviously exactly the same, but I can see where the similarities mm. are there. Coming to it, the Mad Queen and the Mad King kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, uh, and it, like I say, it comes down to the her becoming the Mad Queen. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I thought that was a bit of an interesting little theory. Um, that, that is a bit of... Yeah, a bit of Italian kind of thing. The, yep. Quite like that. Um, uh, is, you all right? Yeah, yeah I'm fine to move on, yeah. Um, next scene is uh, Jamie's sat sat in his in his chambers. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> just messing with his little golden hand. <laughs> Cersei just kind of barges in. Um, and she basically comes on to him. Um we basically we see this all the time. Yeah, but um, yeah, she, she comes on to him. Jamie tries to push her away, and and he and he, and he can't do it for very long. He tried once, <laughs> and that, that's it. She wasn't having the, it. Yeah. The, that's them two for the night. Then um, yeah, um, kind of cuts to the end in the morning um, when Jamie's just kind of watching asleep before a knock comes on the door. Yeah, and uh, Cersei at this point doesn't care who knows yeah um it, definitely a bit more like the mad queen kind of stuff uh, yeah. because she spent like seven series denying that there's any relationship going on that joffrey was the product of robert baratheon not from jamie and now she's just not doesn't care and confirms that they were having an, an incestuous relationship the whole time kind of thing <laughs> i mean I, I guess at this point with with both kings both previous kings dead, you know, Joffrey and Tommen. Um, it doesn't matter if she admits it. If, if she did it before... I suppose, yeah. Um, then th- th- their their right to the throne would have been Would be questioned, void, yeah. Um, but now, yeah, she just opens the door. I think Jamie says something along the lines, oh, you can't do it. And she went, I'm the queen of the seven kingdoms. I shall do what I want. <laughs> and uh, when she does just that, she opens the door to the person... This woman um, is there. She sees Jamie in the bed. Yeah, she's like, oh. <laughs> yeah. and and I think she, oh, she basically said you've got a a visitor from Dawn. Um, oh wow, was it Dawn? I forgot this bit. Though. Well, um, I think it was Dawn anyway. But that that basically takes us to the next scene, which yeah. is um, where a man from the Iron Bank. Ah right. Um, is. I think is it Bravos? Is it Bravos? I think so. Sorry. Yeah, my mistake. Um, but yeah, next scene is a man from the Iron Bank. The speaking, basically talking to her about the Lannisters repaying all their debts. Yeah, and it, and it seems very much like the Iron Bank um, are ready to to pick another side. As yeah, it, basically, kind of they they backed Stannis previously, and that failed. So. <laughs> Um, yeah, I like. I, th- I th- think um, it sounded like they, they they were kind of on the fence about backing Daenerys, mm. even though she's not asked for it. But it sounded like that anyway to me. Well, definitely because Daenerys has done away with the slave trade in like uh, over the water in like Marine and Volantis, and one thing they make the money from is the slave trade. The slave so. Trade. 
Daenerys will be an old friend to the Iron Bank kind of thing. True, yeah. Yeah. Right. So the, I think they're they're putting all the hopes on Cersei to her. <laughs> and uh, and I think like basically, he said, he said I think he almost threatens her, saying like you know like we know that uh, gold wins wars, like mm. not not soldiers kind of thing. Uh, so so like you know we'll be going elsewhere, we'll be helping someone else. Cersei says like, are you sure? Because <laughs> You know the 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 other queen, well the 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 person who thinks she's got the right to the queen, this revolutionist, um, she's the one that kind of took the slave trade away from her. Yeah. Uh, so she won't be any friend. Uh, and then, I think it kind of boils. Like Cersei comes back with a, another good line, which is, um, like we'll we'll, we'll um, come back to you. Like you can stay here for a couple of weeks, um, and. Um, after a few weeks, you'll have well, we'll have repaid the gold, um, which is basically her knowing what was going to happen in the future scene. Yeah, which we'll get to in a minute. But uh, so she's basically promising the, the 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 gold in a couple of weeks. I'm guessing we'll see that in a future episode, though. Yeah, I mean, uh, I just go back to that some stuff from the books. Uh, they make a big deal, and I, I might be misremembering this, but they make a big deal in the books about how. The Crown has massive debts to the Iron Bank, but the Lannisters have not got involved with that whatsoever. That was Robert Baratheon who ran those debts up. The Lannisters have still got an absolute shed load of gold at Castle Rock that they haven't used to pay the debts off. So it seems in the, now in in the show that there's no money anywhere. They haven't got gold at Castle Rock and they haven't got gold yeah. at King's Landing either, but just a little, a little diff, different point from the books that in... In that yeah. the Lannisters did are still minted, they just haven't chosen to pay the debts off with their own gold, kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, I think I think they were quite uh, rich, weren't they? Though the Lannisters. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Like, even in the show. Uh, think... But I think I think they mentioned in this episode that, that there's no gold left and stuff like that at Casterly Rock. Yeah. That's run dry. Oh, that's fair enough. Yeah. Maybe now now they've taken High Garden. You know. Uh, we'll get to that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Are we all right with going to the next scene? Yep. Got next scene is uh, on the cliff again um, with Tyrion and Jon Snow. Yeah. Um, Trying to uh, outbrood each other. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're basically speaking about the army of the dead. And mm. uh, um, yeah, I, I can't actually remember much of this This conversation if I'm honest with you. I think it starts when Tyrion goes up saying oh I was coming up here to brood but you do it much better than I do yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I think they talk a bit about the army they're dead I can't yeah. remember much I, I feel like Jon Snow was trying to trying to get the point home that the army of the, the, army of the dead are coming but Tyrion says look you're not going to get anywhere with that tell me what I can help you with and it all boils down to, I think it then cuts to Tyrion talking to Daenerys, does, yeah. saying they want dragon glass. <laughs> yeah, it's basically you've got, you've got Tyrion, tons of it. Yeah, basically, like you say, it cuts to uh, Tyrion going like, just let him mine. Like he just wants to mine the dragon yeah, glass. Yeah, give you, them you, something. You, you don't know what it is. Um, mm. Give them something and nothing because you don't, you, you don't want it. You don't need it. Um, they do, and if it turns out to be useless, then. Um, what is it to you? Kind yeah, of thing? you don't lose anything. Yep. Exactly, yeah, um, that might be the one good bit of advice that Tyrion has actually given Daenerys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everything else has gone a bit, a bit south. Has <laughs> gone a bit skew with, hasn't it? Yeah. But um, that again cuts to another scene, which is um, Jon Snow and Daenerys talking. Mm. So it's it's gone from um, Tyrion talking to Jon Snow, Tyrion. Talking to Daenerys, Daenerys talking to Daenerys. <laughs> just, uh, just a circle. <laughs> yeah, he was the it was the messenger boy, but now they've decided just to talk to one another. Yeah. Um. With this, this, this seems probably more of what um fans were looking for. They, I, I feel like fans wanted kind of instant love between them, didn't they? Yeah. They, 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 I feel like people wanted. Um, John Snow and Daenerys to be instantly good friends, um, but that scene earlier wasn't what they expected. This is probably more what they wanted, yeah. Uh, because um, John Snow approaches Daenerys, who's looking over at the sea. Um, Daenerys says to to John, 
you know, you can you can mine the dragon glass. Go ahead. I'll I'll, I'll give you men. Um, yeah. Uh, and men to help you mine it and stuff. Yeah. Just one point you, you mentioned there, though. I must be the only person in the world who feels this way, but I could not care about Jon Snow and Daenerys one bit. Like, no. Like I say, they're everyone's fan favourites, aren't they? You know, even like George R. R. Martin says that Daenerys is, is his favourite character. But for me, I'm far more interested in Cersei and Euron. Get back to them. Like, yeah, you yeah. Know, <laughs> see what they're I mean, up to. I'm, I, 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 I like the characters. I'm not going to lie. They're not my favourites. But... I definitely don't. I, I definitely don't care much about the relationship. Yeah. Um. I don't. I don't know if fans are looking for them to be, get together or something. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they're probably going to just be, just before John goes back and finds out that he's actually her nephew. Hmm. Yeah. Um. But. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll come to that. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll see that in a future episode, I'm sure. But, um. Yeah, it basically allows him. Um. He. Um, says to her, "Oh, so you believe me now, do you about the White Walkers?" She says, um, "Oh, we best get to work." And that's mm. just the end of the scene. But oh, actually, no. He walks off, and Daenerys kind of shoots him a look while he's walking off, as if she's just like, "Yeah, I, I think this is again pointing towards her, maybe getting a bit of feelings for him." I think him. so. Yeah, like, like I say, I'm not that interested in that whole side of things but well we're going to get to it but the way we're looking at next week Jon Snow was the only ally she has left by the look of it so looks she, like it now yeah she's she's. I mean we don't know yet though do we because Yaron's approaching um Casterly Rock well no the way the way I understand it is Yoron's fleet have just literally stranded the Unsullied at oh, Castle Rock. Right. They've burnt all the ships and just left again. Oh, that's fair. So they're, they're just stuck there now, kind of thing. The, the only, oh, sorry, do you want me to come back to it later? Or? I was going to say, yeah. that, that's a later on the episode. Oh, I'll, come, I'll come back we'll to it later. We'll get back yeah. to that. Um, but after that scene with Daenerys and Jon, um, we cut to Sansa, and she seems to be doing like a really good job of leading... Uh, it's like a little like almost like training montage just yeah. her walking through and don't do this do that you need leather under those breastplates <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah it's like a little thing and uh and obviously little fingers following very closely behind yeah i, I love this little exchange they have here though i think they used this in the uh like the preview trailers before the airing of the season when he tells her to fight every battle everywhere at every time in your head kind of thing so you know every possible outcome I just like that little little detail Uh, we're going to get to it in a minute but I think there's there's one battle that Littlefinger couldn't have anticipated that we're going to come to in a minute but is this the next scene basically when when, just after he finishes telling um, telling her that um, a soldier comes to Sansa and goes, Sansa, at the gate. Yeah. And they, they run off. And everyone, I'm sure you were included. I was definitely included. Everyone thought, oh my God, I is coming. And it wasn't. Yeah. It really wasn't. It was Bran. <laughs> I, I thought Bran was still at the wall. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, I assumed it'd be I. Um, but no, Bran, Bran showed up. Um, Sansa kind of breaks down like oh my god Bran gives him a hug yeah. and then he's just this very stone faced un- uh, emotionless hello Sansa oh, hello Sansa wouldn't even give her a hug or anything but yeah. I mean he was never the most charismatic charismatic of actors in the first place he's got even less <laughs> now like you know he wouldn't even hug her he's like know, oh yeah. it's sister you've not seen for I know yeah, yeah. I mean I know you're the free eyed raven but yeah but on. still <laughs> but I mean yeah. I, I'm taking from this that like because he's the free eyed raven and, and, and I think he explains it in the next scene under the wayward tree with Sansa but that he's seen everything that has happened everything that is happening I'm not quite sure but is he seeing everything that is going to happen I'm sure that's what he says yeah. so he's just basically seen everything ever so that I, that way. I'm taking from this that in his head, that what it, it, the reason he's so emotionless is because he's literally he's got all this thing, all this flooding through his head. Like right here and now, isn't yeah. all that important? Kind Maybe, of but I mean, Max von Sydow was the three-eyed raven before he took over, and he wasn't like like Bran. He had a, a little bit of 
character to him. You know yeah, what I mean? Like yeah. a, bit of, a bit of emotion to him. It wasn't completely like, you know, mm. maybe it's just the kid can't pull it off like Max von Sydow. <laughs> well, that's probably a good point. Max von Sydow was like a award-winning actor, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, maybe. <laughs> he might be a little bit better than this this kid. <laughs> maybe, you probably got a point, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah but uh, on this, I think, I think Bran... It's going to be hard for them to deal with the character of Bran because if he knows everything now, you've got to be careful who he comes into contact with because it could just like break the whole show. Yeah. Like, can I just mention a prediction here that I'm going to I'm going to have at the end By of the show? If he knows everything that's happened, he knows that Little Littlefinger was the guy who betrayed Ned back in series one and basically was the cause for him being beheaded. So. He'll, surely he'll tell Sansa that. Surely yeah. he'll tell Jon Snow that. Littlefinger couldn't have seen that coming because he doesn't believe in superstitious stuff yeah, like this. True, yeah. So this could be the downfall of Littlefinger. Maybe, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Next week we could be seeing him getting beheaded or something by by Jon Snow. Maybe. Who knows? If they don't, if they don't go there, then it's a bit of a like you know. I know. Yeah. This is my 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 a bit like jumping the shark. Like if Bran knows everything. You've got to be careful with who he talks to because he could just like completely break the continuity of the show, kind of thing. Very good point. Yeah. 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 I mean, if they if they go that down that road and Littlefinger does die, then maybe they they, they've kind of salvaged it a bit. But yeah, um, we'll have to see how that plays out. I mean, just talking about it, I like that idea actually. Littlefinger is a genius who's just played the whole thing, but one thing he could not have seen. Would be would be this, you know what I mean? So, like you say in the previous scene, he was literally saying like, "Yeah, fight every battle, battle every time." Like, yeah. he had no it's up, but he he never. There's even, no way of knowing what he the, never even considered a person that could have seen everything. All ever. of all of his deeds in the past. Yeah, yeah. that's very very interesting. Like, yeah. Um, but after that, we uh, after they reunited, um, like, like I said before, Sansa. And Bran are like talking under the wayward tree. This is probably it's so weird, like <laughs> what 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 Bran said. But basically, he he says to her, "I'm the free eyed free eyed raven." Mm. She she basically says, "Can you can you explain that to me?" And, and he says, "Oh, I mean, no." <laughs> um, I think he tries. He's like, you know, I've seen everything that has happened, everything that is happening, and everything that will happen, kind of thing. And I don't know if he's just trying to. Um, like convincer of this, but he picks the worst example. Yeah, basically saying like, "Oh, you, I'm, I'm sorry for all the bad things that happened to you, um, and and in our house, in in our home as well." Yeah, um, obviously talking about Ramsey Bolton, and it's like, "Oh, it was a beautiful night that night, snowing like it is today." Yeah. You are beautiful too. You look beautiful. <laughs> you look beautiful. So you're in your white wedding dress. I was like, wow. You've literally just told that you look beautiful and that night you got raped. Well, yeah. done. well done, Bran. <laughs> I feel like Bran is using like this power of the Three-Eyed Raven, like it's Pornhub or something. As <laughs> <laughs> you're going back and watching all these rapes happen and stuff like. <laughs> oh, <that's> a... <laughs> just I mean... picturing like Max once said, I'm like, no, you're using it the wrong way. <laughs> Don't do it for this. <laughs> oh, that's a very interesting point. If he can see everything, he can, yeah. he could, he doesn't need to go on Pornhub. <laughs> branch peeking through windows and stuff like that. He doesn't need to peek, does he? he I suppose he can just walk straight in, can't he? Yeah. Just, just stood there in like, front of like, him. Like, like Hollow Man. <laughs> just going around Hollow Man in people. <laughs> oh, God, I didn't even consider that. <laughs> Brand new, using it for the wrong stuff. Forget forget about this war with a white walk. Yeah, put that laptop away. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, but yeah, yeah. He essentially tells her, "You look beautiful." The night um, we yeah. got raped by by Ramsey Bolton. Bit awkward. Which pff, I, 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 I'd have used anything else. Mm. I, I, I'd have used absolutely any other example. Like yeah. like, oh, sorry about sorry about um, little thing of bringing you here. Um, yeah. Sorry sorry about um, you being <laughs> there to watch father die. I was going to say you could have made it worse. I suppose, but like, oh yeah. And by the way, I saw when you were there when Ned got his head chopped off as well. <laughs> I think I still feel like that's better though. Yeah. Saying that, yeah, then. probably. I, I, I watched you get raped. Yeah. You know what I mean? You look, you look beautiful. <laughs> that's what I mean. It's disgusting. Oh, yeah, God. a bit weird. But yeah, 
enough for that scene. Yeah, so Bran's a creeper. We've Sam, established Sam's that. Sam's a bit of a creeper. <laughs> Sam, Bran, Bran's a creeper. But talking of Sam, that takes us to our next scene. Yep. Which is um, Jorah getting uh, getting inspected by um, Archmaster... God, oh, Archmaster God. Ebros. 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 Um, uh, yeah, that's... Uh, yeah, he's getting in, in, um, inspected by him and he's getting poked and all this <laughs> stuff. And, and, and that's Mr. Ebros is basically going, wow, you, 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 your infection seems to not be there anymore. Yeah. And we see, we see his skin, which looks surprisingly good for a yeah. man that just got it all cut off. The night before, it's grown back quite well. <laughs> I know, uh, I mean... Yeah. It's, not, it's not shrieking in pain or anything. Uh, <laughs> like, no I, I expected to see it just like... Like, like, just yeah, like, just like muscle and tissue and yeah, stuff. Yeah, like, like a lot of uh, muscle tissue, just, yeah. just, just naked flesh. But no, it's just, just skin. Yeah, I, I, I seems fine. A bit, yeah. bit lumpy and scarby, but yeah, nothing, uh, nothing it, terrible. It looks like he's got a bit of a, um, a bit of a rash, maybe. Yeah, but yeah, he basically, bit of a eczema. Just bit, yeah, of eczema. Yeah, bit of an ointment <laughs> on that. Clear it right up there. Yeah. <laughs> And he basically asked Mr. Ebro says, you're free to go. You're no longer infection-free. I like the little bit they want to say to him, like, oh, it's remarkable. It's cleared up really well. Yeah, I've got a lot of sleep recently. <laughs> oh, you know, it's like, like um, I, I, yeah, I think Archmaster says, like, I wonder what, um, I, like, it makes me wonder, like, how you've managed to overcome this illness. And he goes, oh, yeah, I, I, I feel like it's just the, the, all the, the sleep and the rest. Yeah, the rest, got, yeah. And the... Uh, the was you said the atmosphere or the, yeah the climate the, the yeah climate, the, this climate as well and this climate it's like oh the climate <laughs> <laughs> that's good that and uh, yeah that's it um, I think like there's a bit of a heartwarming goodbye from Sam well not goodbye yeah. but more, more like see you later um, from between Sam and uh, and Jorah and Jorah um, and uh, yeah, cut, but, but yeah, they, they do like a little handshake. He's like, oh, I'll see you again. Just to show that he's convinced this cured. He's actually touched his hand, yeah, you know, yeah. like without fear of infection kind of thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because he offers the hand, doesn't he? And Jorah basically, he, he has almost like a shocked look in his face, but he's mm. just like, oh, well, thank you. <laughs> well, there's one bit there. He offers the hand and Jorah shakes his hand. But then he puts his scabby grayscale hand on top of it as well. I was thinking, no, no, keep that, keep that away from yeah. me. I'll shake, I'll shake that hand. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna have it now. <laughs> um, that scene ends with that little touching uh, interaction. Yeah, and it cuts to Archmaster Ebros um, talking with Sam about um, the miraculous recovery. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm saying how miraculous it is. And it's like, wow, um, like you, it seemed almost as if um, the skin had been cut off and and, and a, a fine ointment had been, been applied, applied yeah. to it. It's like, oh. <laughs> but but he, he knows anyway. And um, he basically congratulates Sam. It's like, wow, like some like be, like full-blown maesters, maesters have yeah. tried it and they've been infected and died from it. Yep. So how you've done it without infecting you or anyone else, like, is amazing. Congrats, like, um, you should be proud of yourself kind of thing. Mm. And, it's, and, and, and like, after he says, like, you should be proud of him, he's like, oh, follow me. <laughs> <laughs> and he, he leads him to this table and he basically says, like, uh, all these... Um, all these scriptures and, and, and scrolls and, and scrolls, stuff, yeah. Um, they're all wearing out. They need to be copied. Off to work you go. And Sam looks a bit taken aback and, he, and Mr. Ebros goes, um, um, oh, you, you, you thought you were going to get a reward, didn't you, <laughs> um, for that? Um, well, this is your reward, not getting instantly kicked out of yeah. the, uh, the Citadel. Um uh, and I think I think it ends with him saying, uh, "Be careful uh, of the uh, paper paper lights, paper, paper mites, yeah, uh, paper, paper mites. <laughs> yeah, they, they like flesh, human flesh too." And <laughs> um, that's the end of that scene. Yep. Not much else going on with that. And uh, next scene is Daenerys, Tyrion, and Varys, and uh, Mel- 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 Melisandre. Oh, Melisandre. That's the one. 
The Red Witch? No, sorry. Oh, sorry, Missandei. Missandei. Yep. God, they're all very similar. Uh, yeah. Um, it goes back to what you were on about, about changing um, Yara's name to Yara. Yeah, uh, she was called Osha in the book. Changed it to Yara because it was too too similar to Asher. Oh, sorry, she was called Asher in the book. Oh, right. And that, they thought that was too similar to Osha. So they changed it to Yara, which isn't similar to Arya whatsoever. No, no. <laughs> but like we've got, we've, like we've got Melisandre and... And Missandei, yeah. And uh, like, they're both in the same place as well, which yeah. doesn't help. It's very, very confusing. Yeah. But yeah, um, so it's Daenerys, Missandei, Tyrion, and Varys. And they're basically speaking of finding and destroying Yoram's fleet. Well, more Daenerys is talking about doing this. Yeah. She's saying how, like, you know, um, I think everyone's basically saying, we've, we've got no fleet, we can't really do it. And she's like, we've got dragons. Yeah. And everyone's like, no, <laughs> essentially. Yeah. Can't do that. We've got a plan. We'll stick to it. One thing I do like about this, is this the uh, Casterly Rock mm-hmm. section? Mm-hmm. One thing I do like about this, it's not, not particularly well directed or anything, but what they're doing here is kind of a, a thing that a lot of directors have done. The last time I saw it was in the masterpiece, The A-Team by Joe Carnahan. Yeah. And they explain the, they explain the plan literally verbalise the plan over the footage of the plan being carried out, which is always a good way to do it kind of thing. It's not, it's not exactly carried off perfectly yeah, here, yeah. but you hear Tyrion explaining the plan, how they're going to get to Castle Rock, going to meet strong resistance. And it shows the actual soldiers getting there with the ladders, very Lord of the Rings-ish, yeah, yeah. putting the ladders up, trying to get up the uh, up the rampart. But he then explains there's a back door, which I created. And it shows the... Grey Worm and a few soldiers swimming towards the the tunnel through the uh, the cliffs. I just like the way they direct, you know, the way the over Tyrion's explanation of it. They show the plan actually taking place. It's a, yeah. it's a good like uh, economical way of doing it because you, you get you're hearing the plan and you're seeing it actually like yeah, yeah. carry out at the yeah. same time. Yeah, like you see you see uh, them going up to the wall. And putting, yeah, and then it, it kind of goes back and then like, but yeah, but that's. It's a very like it's not done as well as Steven Soderbergh, but it's a very Steven Soderbergh thing to do with this kind of you know explain the plan and show it happening at the same time yeah, as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Like you say, he explains, doesn't he, that that um, his father chose him, the lowest person, to build the soup the sewers when he was yeah. building Castle Rock. <laughs> so because his dad weren't all that keen of him having hewers yep. and uh, and stuff like that, um, he, he basically built an underground tunnel so that he could smuggle them in. Um, and that's where that's where uh, Grey Worm and uh, Unsolid Burp go. Actually get in, yeah. But uh, can, we, can we go into the scene now? The, uh, yeah, the, once they get in there, Grey Worm's uh, like... There should be more than this, or you know, whatever his accent is. <laughs> Where are all the soldiers? Just, just before you go on, I was shocked to find out in an interview with that guy that he, he he's not foreign at all. I think, Perfect English. I think is he from Hollyoaks or something, maybe <laughs> something yeah. like that. But uh, I, I thought he actually had an accent. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of the Game of Thrones cast are from Hollyoaks. <laughs> it's a bit weird. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, come on. Yeah, he, uh, he's like, well, where are all, where are all these, these soldiers? There should be more than this. And then it pans over to uh, Euron's fleet burning the entire like fleet of unsolid ships. And uh, I don't know how we actually find out this, but is it... I think Cersei mentions this in another scene, how like the plan is they've burnt all the unsolid ships. The unsolid are stuck at Casterly Rock. Oh, so it's Jamie at the very end. Jamie explains this yeah, yeah. to Olena. So, so I'll leave that for now. But uh, yeah, Grey Worm's a bit miffed. He's looking over, thinking the ship's getting burnt. You know, where where are the yeah, soldiers? Yeah. I, I think I think you mentioned it before, didn't you? That um, I I didn't get this until you just said it. But that um, they're, they're kind of stranding them there at Castle Rock. Yeah, the reason being, the only way they can now get back to Dragonstone is to march. Swiftly march, they're gonna get picked off along the way, kind yeah, of thing. They've got no other way to get back there, so that was the plan. I, mean, I guess they could hold Castle Rock, couldn't they? Yeah, that that was the other plan. They said they could either stay there in, in an abandoned castle and serve no purpose whatsoever, yeah. or they can march across. Which I'm sure the solid, the unsolid would be uh, be extremely ecstatic to do. Yeah. Just stay in one place, not serving the the, not, ch- the the breaker of their chains. Yeah, not fighting the war for her, yeah. Yeah. Um, 
I mean, it was quite an epic scene as well, wasn't it? When like they they descended on the thing, and like you seen them throw like the spear and the guy going through the door. Quite yeah, that was quite. Oh, I like that. But yeah, when, there's that Grey Worm when he gets up yeah. on, the, on, the, on the ramparts and he's fighting his way through, and impales that guy with a spear. That yeah, was quite. He's good. literally like he's, he's not even touching the ground. This guy he's literally like pinned into the door. Pinned like, onto yeah. the door. I thought that was amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, we see, like you say, we see Yaron's fleet attacking and all that. Um, but then we we cut we cut from that to um, Lady Alina. Well, we don't see her at first. We see like armies descending yeah. on what what um, I I instantly assumed was Castle Rock. Um, oh, okay. I I because I, I don't remember ever seeing High Garden before. We've never seen High Garden before. This, no. So this episode is the first time we've seen it's both first time Castle Rock and High Garden. Yeah. So um yeah we see like the Lannister armies descending upon this this castle um situated on top of like a little mountain cliff thing. Yeah, I mean I've got a bit of an issue with this just in terms of I know there's no other way of doing it but it just feels a bit cheap just the way that I know they're just showing a bit of a brief battle at Castle Rock but High Garden is made out to be this like massive important thing important place in Westeros. And it's that easy just to literally march up with your army and like, yeah, we'll take this. Like, yeah. they couldn't take a oh, I can't think of the name now. The uh, place where Caitlin Stark was from, I want to say Rivendell, but it's not Rivendell. <laughs> That's Lord of the Rings. The it is, yeah. River Run. River Run. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Uh, the they couldn't take River Run for for ages. Is like that from it, the black Blackfish? Yeah, but the Blackfish was holding it for ages. They were under siege, but they couldn't get in. Yeah. How come they could just march no, through High Garden so easily? I, mean, like I, think, I think the next scene almost um, said, like mentions that, doesn't it? Because yeah. like you see the armies marching up, then then it kind of pans to Elena, uh, Lady Elena, Olena. I think yeah, Elena, Elena, yeah. Um, like basically watching from her window. Yeah. Uh, in in the very nonchalant way that she does. Mm. Um, um, before it cuts to, to her, well, I think it's Jamie marching down a corridor, um, and and then it's Lady Elena. He goes into a room. It's Lady Elena, um, sat at a table, and she's like, "So, how do we do?" <laughs> <laughs> um, and and she basically says like, I think, um, she says, "Oh, we've not got a great army, yeah, kind of thing." Um, she but, says like, "How did we fight?" And it's like. Yeah, okay. I was just like, yeah, it was never our forte. We're more into roses. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I think that must be why, like, why, why they it got taken so easily because yeah. they're just they're just not a a, a great army. They're, they're, they're more about like you say roses and yeah. It just seems a bit very convenient, you know, like budget wise kind of thing. This great family have like built up this like empire over the years, and all of a sudden now they're just marching and take it. So like, anyone anyone could have done that, you know. <laughs> I mean, I don't know because like a lot of their like high people were like taken out wasn't they? yeah so maybe, she was the only member of the Tyrells left like yeah so maybe it's to do with that maybe like uh, Marjorie had like a lot of uh, maybe a lot of people turned against him well that's yeah. actually a point um, in last episode um, Lord um, Sam's dad Randall Tarley Ta- yeah. Lord Tarley yeah he um, was shown once he, he, he was like um like one of their bannermen one of yep. the bannermen for the but, Tyrells that's a good point he has a a great army with so him, like so. like without him which I'm assuming we don't he, they don't have anymore that's well, why well they showed him actually marching with Jamie oh, towards well, High then. Garden yeah. well there you go then so uh, that's why it was so easily taken because they've got no allies anymore yeah. they're, 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 they're just a broken family at this point aren't yeah they? that's a good point yeah um, but yeah we, we, we come to this room and Lady Elena's sat there and she's basically being her pretty cool person that she always... <laughs> I, I've always liked that character, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, the actress Diana Rigg, she is amazing. Like She yeah. was in a, on Her Majesty's Secret Service. She was amazing in that, in the uh, the Avengers TV show, The Avengers. Was she? Uh, yeah, she was amazing in that, yeah. Mm. yeah. So uh, she's a really well-known actress. No, I, I, I love her. I think yeah. she's amazing. She really is. 
Um, I mean, that explain if she's like that. I've never, I've never seen her in any of these films. But it explains why, like, yeah, you know, when she first came into the show, it almost seemed like it was a big moment when she came into. It was like, yeah, introducing. It felt very much like <laughs> yeah, she's a, she a pivotal character. That, yeah. Well, not even the character. Like they were introducing like a famous person, so that, yeah. that I'm supposed to be there going. Wow, it's look who it is. <laughs> so that explains why I felt that kind of way. Like just on a random point there, like uh, one of Frankie Boyle's jokes he always mentions is he'd love to uh, invent a time machine so we can go back to the sisters and meet Diana Rigg. <laughs> really? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> go meet her in the nineteen sixties. Kind of <laughs> yeah. Oh, fair enough. <laughs> um, yeah, we have this whole interaction. Um, Lady Elena says to Jamie, like, "So how is it going to happen?" Basically, talking about how you're going to kill me. And, and Jamie says, like, well, Cersei, uh, Cersei wanted to do it one of a couple of ways. She wanted to um, either, I think it was parade you through King's Landing before hanging you, I think. Yeah, something like that, yeah. I think there's another one which was even worse. It was like worse. a beheading one or something, maybe, or... Something like that. It was even worse than that, mm. though. And Jamie's like, yeah, but I talked her out of that. Something that... I'm pretty sure he soon uh, came to regret. <laughs> I was thinking uh, that. <laughs> um, but yeah, he says like, I managed to talk her out of that, takes the bottle out of his pocket, pours it into the wine, pushes it over to her. Yeah. Just drink it and kind of thing. She says, um, will it hurt? And he says, no, it'll be fine. So she just basically downs the wine at this point. Yeah. She goes, good. I'm glad it won't hurt me. This is after drinking the wine. I'm glad, I'm, I'm glad it won't hurt. Uh, I'd, I'd, I'd hate to die like Joffrey did, like with red eyes, yeah. put, like scratching at my throat. Purple face. Purple face. <laughs> um, um, and she went, it must have been a shock to you being, um, you know, the, the king's guard and, and his dad kind of thing. Um, it certainly was a shock to me. Um, it was never the way I intended it. <laughs> Basically admitting for the first time that, that was good that that, that she uh, that, that she was the person behind Joffrey's death. Yeah, and 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 she did this whole she did this kind of drop the mic um, thing at yeah. the end where she she's just like um, tell tell uh, do tell Cersei I wanted to know. <laughs> Drop the mic. <laughs> um, yeah, I thought that was amazing. Good, good. Like what? That what a way for that character to go out. And Jamie can't handle it, can he? He's just like shaking and leaves the room, kind of thing. I mean, he must have been furious that he like he allowed her to die that way. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, it was a great scene. Absolutely, yeah. man. I absolutely loved it. Just funny how the character who dies in that scene is actually the one getting revenge almost. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's weird. And she still gets the last laugh, doesn't yeah. she? Like she, she still almost the smarter one of them. Mm. I mean, I don't know if Jamie will go back and tell Cersei. I I have a feeling that Jamie won't even say out. Because maybe not. It, it seems a bit pointless. Although maybe he will tell her so that Cersei knows that Tyrion didn't do it. She always thought Tyrion would uh, yeah, have done maybe. it. Yeah, mm. maybe. But at this point, what's that going to do? Apart mm. from, I mean, apart from making her absolutely furious, which I guess could lead, like if he tells her now, like, um, oh, well, Lady Elena kind of admitted <laughs> it was her that um, poisoned uh, Joffrey. She'd go furious and go, oh my God, you didn't let me kill her the way I wanted to. And, <laughs> and, and, and yeah, uh, it could lead up to Jamie killing her. It could turn could her into point the, of conflict. It could turn her into the full blown mad queen kind yeah. of thing. But that's it for the, the for the episode there. That's where it ends. Yep. Um like before we get uh, we'll get into the next episode. Um but before we do, um do you want to go over any theories or or do you want to rate it first? What do you reckon? Do do the ratings we'll first. Do the ratings uh, first. Um what, what are you rating it? I don't know what I've rated the last two to be honest. I totally forgot what I gave him, but I'll uh, I'll go four, four out of five. I'm pretty sure that you did that last. Did episode, I? Yeah. Just because I think there's, hopefully there's better ones gonna come. Kind that's of thing, so. that's my thinking. Is exactly yeah. I I so far I've given three, four out of five ratings. Oh right, I might be the same to be honest. I with think you. I think we both have gone the yeah. same, down the same kind of path, and it's the same kind of thing for me, John. Um, I'm thinking there's going to be better episodes coming, so I'm saving the 4.5s and I'm, I'm, I'm assuming there's going to be a five up there somewhere. Yeah, 
for future episodes. Yeah. Not that it's getting predictable, but I'm sure I, I predicted the High Garden thing. I need to go back and listen to our episode from last week, but I'm sure I mentioned the idea of the Lannisters taking High Garden before. You reckon? I think so, yeah. I, I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. can't remember. Yeah, I can't either now. <laughs> uh, but I've got a couple of predictions for next week if you want to get into that. Yeah, or, I mean, yeah. Is that okay? Mention the Littlefinger thing. If they don't, men- if they don't cover the fact that Bran knows about what he did to Ned Stark back in series one, it feels a bit like a bit of a yeah. an oversight almost. You know what I mean? The, you've got a character there who's literally boasting about the fact he knows everything. Yeah, by telling his sister that he saw her get raped. Yeah, <laughs> using the worst possible example. <laughs> yeah, so well, uh, you've got a character there boasting about the fact he knows everything. He he should let it slip that Littlefinger was involved in Ned's death. So I think that will kick off next week. And the other thing is, I think the Lannister army on the way back from Highgarden, I'm sure I've mentioned this before as well, I think on the, on their way back from Highgarden, I think Daenerys is going to lose the plot. Okay. Launch an attack with the dragons and just take that army out on the way back. Oh. Jamie's with that army though. Jamie's with that army. And they made a point of showing that Randall Tarly was there as well. So I think Randall Tarly and could be could be for it. And Bronn, yeah. Uh, I, I I don't see Jamie dying. I don't know how he's going to escape, but if she's going over there with, with her dragons, although we know we we now know that there's a weapon that could take out the dragon. I think, yeah. Yeah, I'm not. I'm still not convinced about that crossbow. <laughs> uh, any more theories you've got? No, just them two really. Littlefinger and on the way back from Highgarden, Daenerys will get peed off with Tyrion's advice and launch an attack. I think you're quite set on the, the idea that Daenerys is going to lose it at some point in the season, aren't you? Yeah, just get on, a, get on a dragon and just go for it kind of thing, yeah. I mean, it, it's not exactly for the next episodes, but we've spoke in the past about um, about, about the potentially like all the like people coming together um, to fight the White Walkers by the yeah. end of the season. This is my theory anyway. It kind of goes against that, in a way. I feel like Jon Snow and Daenerys will come together, but I really don't see Cersei um, joining that at all. I, mm. I feel like in order for them lot to do it, either Cersei will have to die and Jaime take the, takes the throne. Or... But, but essentially, Cersei can't be in the picture for 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 the Lannisters to join in the war against the White yeah. Walkers. So she like because I don't see her willing to um, join teams with Jon Snow or Daenerys. Um, so, but those two would be okay, and I think Jaime would be okay with joining up with her. So, but like I, I think I think we're we're almost certain that season eight will be a war against the White Walkers at this point. Mm. But in order for that to happen and for everyone to join up forces to fight them, I don't think Cersei can be. So that's my prediction for the end of the season. Anyway, yeah, I'm thinking the final episode will be the all meet up. Excuse me, Cersei, Jaime, Jon Snow, Daenerys. Who else is there? <laughs> Uh, you're on again. You're on. He'll be there probably. I'm sure there must be other ones I'm not thinking of, but I think about seven or eight of them all get together for a big meeting in the last episode and they'll all hammer it home saying we need to go and fight the White Walkers. Yeah. I think something might happen by that point to convince something's, everyone that they, they know about it. Something's got to happen, but the only thing is, like, the only thing that would happen is they're actually seen. Like yeah. south of the wall. That's what I mean. I think I think some. I think there'll be a big. Oh well, we know there's a big battle coming. We know that from the trailers. Yeah. So, but um, we, we saw like uh, John Snow and Beric Dondarrion on that. They were like cornered on a cliff fighting the White Walkers. Oh yeah, yeah. So there's some like big confrontation coming, and I think that will be what convinces everyone that it's real. Because okay. well, we know it's got it's got to come to Winterfell first. If if it's good, if they're gonna come. Winterfell's, Winterfell's the first, uh, first stop. First yeah. hit, hit, isn't it? Um, yeah, that, that, I think that's it for the the um, predictions or anything. But I'd like to get into. It, it's only going to be a short little segment, but basically the the the, the trailer for the fourth episode. We, we've we've watched this today. Yeah, the two of us. Um, 
No, but it's only short. It's for about 30 seconds long, I think. Yep. Um, not not much to really take from it, I think. It basically starts off with Cersei walking on that giant map of Westeros saying, I, my, my main focus at this point is to have full control of Westeros and bloody everyone in it. Yeah. Um, we see Daenerys um, basically admitting that she's losing. Yep, and she's an an Tyrion. It won't well, presumably. She 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 seemed, uh, yeah. We're presuming it's Tyrion because she's saying, "Stop with your clever plans." Yeah. It's kind of getting annoying, <laughs> essentially, um, <laughs> because it did not work, you know. Um, um, we see, um, I think we see Arya rock up to uh, Winterfell. See a flash of Arya. We see a flash of Littlefinger looking smug about something. Yeah. A flash of Sansa sat at like a desk or something. Um, yeah, but there's not much to take away from it. Not many other big honest. points, really, is there? No, I mean, I think I think we could have guessed that uh, Daenerys was going to get pissed off at Tyrion at some point. Yeah. <laughs> And that Cersei wanted control, and that Arya was going to rock up to Winterfell. Yeah, so <laughs> so it weren't didn't really, it really tells much, mm. but um, that's it, I think, for Game of Thrones talk. Bit of yep, bit of uh, housekeeping before we end the episode. Yep. So um, I'd like to give my Twitter away if anyone would like to contact us with any feedback. Um, if heck, if you just want to chat. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll be, I can be found at DST Nick yeah I'm always up for a Game of Thrones chat on Twitter so I'm I'm at Taylor1980 yep um, we also have a main Twitter podcast which is at DST podcast yep we have a Facebook page I don't know what it is <laughs> <laughs> it's facebook.com forward slash DST podcast nice one um, like you can actually rate us on that Facebook yeah. page so as long as it's five star go ahead and give it I'm, yeah it, I'm joking but I mean, I, I'm, I'm not five, I'm <laughs> only five stars please <laughs> it's preferable it's definitely yeah. preferable um, you can rate us on there messages on there any reviews yeah. anything like that just like us on that page anything like that yeah much appreciated definitely um, but that's it from me and I think that's it from you John yeah I'm all done this week um, thanks very much for listening and we'll see you again for next week for episode four which is called the spoils of war i believe ah right okay um interesting don't know what that means but we'll get into that next week yeah so thanks very much for listening yep and bye cheers guys bye